Welcome into another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. This one for Saturday, July 23rd. And we're headed to Monmouth Park on the Jersey Shore. Todd Leach here along with Keelan's Director of Wagering Development, Jim Goodman. And we're going to take a look at the late pick four, all stakes races, all graded stakes races, on the Haskell Day card. Uh, this used to be a Sunday card for many years, but uh, on Saturday now. And Jim will jump right in with the grade three matchmaker, race nine. It's Phillies and Mayors three and up, going a mile and an eighth. I really had trouble settling on anybody in here. Uh, who did you take? I did, too. I thought this was the toughest one of the four. Um, I could use about any of them. I, I wound up picking a horse that uh, loves Monmouth, Vigilante's Way, for Suge McGahee. Um, I think the other horses have kind of beaten up on each other a little bit, and and there, there's a lot of medium-quality horses in here that are this the right level for them, a grade three. And Vigilante's Way uh, almost won to Eatontown, uh, kind of a prep for this race. Uh, if you uh, only got beat a length and beat La Mista in that race. And the fact that uh, she loves Monmouth kind of gives her the edge here in my mind. But I can also use core values for Vicki Oliver, who ran really well in the grade one New York at Belmont at a mile and a quarter, cutting back to a mile and a eighth. So she ought to be fit. Giroux picks up the mount for Vicki Oliver. I think you can uh, really put her in the mix. I think Lady Rockstar for Brendan Walsh. Huge move up in class, but uh, she's won at the allowance 62 level and uh, and uh, optional claimer 62 re- rather an allowance level before that uh, at Churchill and Belmont easily. So I think this horse, uh, she's finally getting accustomed to North America, and uh, she's done really well over here, and I think she's got a big shot in here. And the other horse I was going to use is Flagging Lady for Chad Brown and Joel Rosario coming out of the grade one New York. Uh, same race as Core Values, and she was actually closer to Bleecker Street that day. Bleecker Street was undefeated before she got beat last weekend. So uh, I think Flighty Lady is Chad Brown's best shot in here. And I'm going to stop there. I could go a little further and lose La Mista, uh, who uh, had a bad start last time out in the Eaton Town and got accustomed to Monmouth, so I can make a case for her. I'm going to stick with those four, though, as a very, very slight advantage to Vigilante's way. I was initially leaning toward Vigilante's way, and I ended up switching over to Fluffy Socks for Chad Brown. Um, this horse had a little bit of a wide trip last time, a mile and a 16th. Now gets a mile and an eighth, and I think she's a little better at a mile and an eighth or maybe even longer. She's had nine top two finishes, I think, out of 14 starts. And uh, I think she uh, has kept some good company. Um, she needs to get the right kind of pace set up, but I think uh, that could happen in here. So I'm going to take Fluffy Socks over Vigilante's Way. Uh, Flighty Lady, La Mista, I'm going to use both of those. And uh, I thought it might sneak one in on core values, but you were on that one too. Uh, like the fact that she's one at a mile and an eighth. And uh, Vicki Oliver, uh, I think, picks her spots well when he goes up to Monmouth. So I think uh, that one's definitely got a shot. Uh, I'm going to stop there. Uh, if I went deeper, I'd, certainly Lady Rockstar would be next, but I'm going to go against her on the class jump with a lot of these Phillies and Bears having uh, graded stakes experience. So uh, Fluffy Socks will be in the matchmaker. Brings us to the grade three Molly Pitcher back on the main track. Phillies and Bears three and up here go a mile and a 16th. 
And if you want a single, I think you could do it here with search results. I think she's got a, a class edge, Pratt's riding, five wins from nine starts. And uh, yeah, I thought she ran well in defeat uh, last time on the Belmont Stakes Day card and a really loaded field. Uh, very impressive in the win before that. If you want to go deeper, and I think I'm going to do this because I can do it and still have an affordable ticket, I'm going to add Penny Baker. I'm going to forgive the last race at seven furlongs. She ran really big at Laurel and was bet down in the race at Churchill and just uh, didn't fire. But I'm going to forgive that and uh, think that she could be even better stretching out. You look at her pedigree, and uh, I think she certainly can like uh, two turns. And so I think she, you know, if she runs back to that race at Laurel, she could have a shot. Uh, Army Wife and Bonnie South are very classy horses, but don't think they're quite as good as search results. And if I'm going to throw in one more, I think uh, Penny Baker is going to be the one I'm going to take a shot with. I don't think Army Wife can beat search results. And I don't think Bonnie South can either uh, at this time. I think with the right circumstances, she could, but I don't think on a small field, I don't think there's going to be enough pace here to help out Bonnie South. Uh, but if she gets up into something like, you know, personal incident or something up at Saratoga where there's a little better setup, I think she is a, a really quality mayor, but I don't think she's going to get what she needs here to have a chance to run her best race. So search results for me in the Molly Pitcher. How about you? I'm right with you. I always want to pick Bonnie South, but I never can figure out how she's going to get over the top because she comes from way out of it. Uh, she hasn't won since June of – or actually April of 21 uh, at Keeneland. She ran really well at, at Saratoga the personal incident last year, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, – she comes back in that race in August because this one sets up time-wise for her. I just think she's up against it with search results. Who's going to be the controlling speed? And I'm going to single her here. I, I think it may be a uh, uh, exact a wheel with search results on top of Army Weiss and Bonnie South because I do think they are the class of the race. Search results, I'm going to take a stand here so I can go a little deeper in the next couple of legs. 11th race is the grade one United Nations race that's got a lot of history to it three and up uh going here mile and a three eighths on the turf for many years this was contested at the old atlantic city race course in new jersey now at monmouth and um this this has got a good bit of quality to it and where did you land at the u.n i didn't have a strong opinion in here i thought the horses uh coming out of the manhattan um all had a shot i don't think trip Hufen or whatever the Chad Brown's horse name. I don't know that he's going to get uh, that easy a lead again. If he does, he's going to win because he uh, loved the race in Manhattan. Belmont jumped way up, a 108 buyer. I think I, I think it's irresponsible for us to assume he's going to run right back to that. So I'm going to throw in at Hamo coming out of the same race for Chad Brown. I'm going to use Gufo uh, for Christoph Clement, who actually was a favorite in a Manhattan um, based on the races he had had previous to that. Uh, Rosario takes him back and fits his horse very well. I'm also going to use a horse in here that may get overlooked in the betting, uh, jumping up in class, but I'd like a horse that's four for five at Monmouth, and that's he's pure gold for Paco Lopez and Kelly Breen. Kelly Breen's 26% trainer at Monmouth. He's the leading trainer this year and uh, always has his horses ready for this meet and uh, wants to run big on Hatchville Day and, I think this horse might surprise some horses in here. He looks like he's outclassed, but uh, I really like the fact that he loves the Monmouth 
turf. So going to take the three horses coming out of the Manhattan and throw in the home court advantage for he's pure gold and stick with those four. I uh, ended up taking Ed Hamo in here for Chad Brown. This horse uh, had some trouble last time and still produced uh, his best buyer figure yet. Um, I thought he ran big in the race at the fairgrounds, three back against a really slow pace and just missed. And then uh, didn't run so well at Churchill. Those uh, turf track was kind of screwy, the new turf track there, and uh, a lot of horses didn't fire their best shot over it. And then, again, he had some trouble last time, so I think he can uh, jump up here and get the money. Good post down on the inside. Uh, Gufo's drawn outside in, in the 10 hole, but a strong grade one form. And um, I think I uh, started to go go with, with him, uh, but I think it's kind of a toss-up between those two for me. Tribuven, I've got to use. I'm like you. I don't know that he'll – uh, that they'll let him get away as easily as he did last time. Uh, I don't know that uh, the other jockeys uh, respected the horse enough, and uh, he ran huge. And if he runs back to that number, he'll win. But I, I suspect that uh, he probably won't, and um, one of the late runners will come and get the money. And I'm going to give it to Adhamo over Gufo and just stop with those three, actually. Final race of the pick four is the grade one Haskell for three-year-olds at a mile and an eighth. And you've got uh, Taiba now with Bob Baffert uh, off suspension, back training this horse. And, uh, he's training, uh, if you look at times, really well. And I saw a note from uh, the uh, handicapper for uh, Naira, uh, Dave Aragona. I follow him on Twitter, and he had observed the workout of uh, Taiba and thought that it, the horse didn't look as sharp as he did coming into the Derby off the big Sanity Derby went. So you take that for what it's worth, but. Uh, Baffert's got a tremendous record in this race. Um, Jack Christopher uh, has uh, shown tremendous potential in uh, just a a handful of starts for Chad Brown. Now he's got to be tested at a distance. And probably it's a little easier to get a mile and an eighth, I think, at at Monmouth than it is at some other tracks. So I can see why they picked this spot to to give him this test for distance. I'm going to try to beat both of those two. I think they're going to take a huge amount of money with Baffert and Chad Brown and the race records of these horses. And uh, I'm going to try to beat both of them. And uh, the horse I'm going to use, even if you're in second, could give you a, a much better exacta than the two favorites. And that's Cyberknife. This horse ran his best buyer last time in the Matt win, And I don't think he was fully cranked because they've given him four works since that race, which wasn't that long ago. So I think it was just a, a prep for this. Uh, he's worked really well in those four works, and he's six to one on the morning line. Maybe goes to you know nine to two or something, but I don't know. It goes much lower than that because of the money Jack Christopher and Taiba will take. And um, I think uh, that Cyberknife from the rail draw could take the fight to them. And if Jack Christopher's not at his best stretching out, and if Taiba isn't quite back to that Santa Anita Derby form. A lot of money could go burning up there, and Cyberknife could hit at a nice price. And even if he runs second, it'll be a you know a decent exact. So Cyberknife for me. How about you? I thought I'd sneak that one in on you too, but you didn't. You, you took him as well. I, I don't know <laughs> that I'm picking him on top, but I'm going to use him in the pick four for the same reasons that you mentioned. Taiba and Zach Christopher both have huge question marks in this race. Um, Taiba obviously he's been off since Derby Day going back under Baffert when he was under your team while Baffert was serving his suspension. Certainly he looked like a world beater in the Senate Derby, but he didn't look like anything close to a world beater in the Kentucky Derby. So been off since May. Um, 
you know, he's he's a, a West Coast horse that didn't adapt to Kentucky. Is he going to, to adapt to Monmouth? Um, not sure. So there's question marks there. He may win by six. I don't know. Jack Christopher, huge question mark is, can he get a mile and eight? Uh, if he can, he's going to be tough to beat. But I think there's two horses in this race that that are worth looking at off their uh, respective grade one wins. Cyberknife is one of them. Um, who won the Arkansas Derby really easily and came in, came in the Derby uh, a wise guy horse. Went off 14 to one, didn't run well in Derby, got kind of caught up in the pace, was in 16 hole, didn't really have a shot. And uh, I think he comes back and runs big here. I think Matt Wynn sets him up perfectly for this. I agree with you 100%. I'm also going to use White Abario, who was a huge disappointment. I thought he would win the Ohio Derby for fun. Um, sometimes horses uh, come out of the Kentucky Derby and they don't bounce back as quickly as you think, and I think that's what happened with him. If he goes back to the Florida Derby form, uh, he had a 96, 96 buyer there at a mile and an eighth, uh, won that fairly easily, and came into the Derby again, a well-respected horse, but flopped. And uh, he's had a prep just like Cyberknife did, the Ohio Derby. I think they were trying to win it. They just wasn't quite ready. I think he moves up here. Rosario takes the mount. Uh, uh, Gaffleon had this horse the last four times. Uh, Gaffleon's a great rider, but so is Rosario. So we'll see how he fits in. But I think White Barrio has a shot here. He's going to be like 8-1 to one probably. So I think there are some options other than top two choices in here. I'm going to go four deep. It'll be a fun race. Let's uh, take a look at our pick four tickets. For me, I'm going to start off with five horses in the opening leg, two, five, six, seven, eight. Then two, three, throwing Penny Baker in with search results. So you could easily uh, single, I think, and cut this ticket down. Uh, one, four, ten in the third leg, one, two, seven in the fourth leg, a $45 ticket on Haskell Day for me. How about you? Well, I uh, did a $32 ticket, uh, four, five, seven, eight with three singling in the second leg, one, four, five, ten with one, two, six, seven. So four by single by four by four is a $32 ticket. So we're both uh, playing a little uh, lower tickets. I I think that's probably wise. I don't know if it's going to be any kind of a big payoff. Um, So you could uh, single search results on uh, my ticket. Jim's already done that, but you could do that and just play it for a dollar if you want to. Uh, and try to get a, a little bit of a bigger payoff there. But it is uh, going to be an interesting card, if not uh, perhaps uh, as lucrative as we uh, might like. We'll see how it plays out. But a uh, fun day of racing up at uh, Haskell. Uh, you got Del Mar that's going this weekend, uh, Saratoga into its second weekend. So just make sure you always have funds in your Keelan Select account because there'll be some great opportunities each weekend that will come along. We'll be back next week. It'll be Whitney Day at Saratoga, and that'll be the focus of our In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.